Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is the Pro Football Chase Podcast. A podcast that has featured interviews with Rams wide receiver Robert Woods. Thirty-two thousand yards, uh, and you know, last year, unfortunately, I got hurt mid midway in the season. But other than that, just just working and grinding to to get to this point, and uh, probably broke it with a lot of games left. Packers wide receiver Marquez Valdez Scantling. Uh, just the fact that we got a you know uh, all pro on the other side of the ball. Um, you know, Devontae. Um, so when you got a guy like that, you know, that's who's going to get the main focus. Um, obviously, you know, people start to know my name a little bit after I made a few plays here and there. Broncos offensive guard Ronald Leary. It would either have to be a counter or uh, a pin and pull play when we get on the edge and run. Uh, I think it's always impressive when big guys can get out that stance and move and hit somebody. So In rising stars, Dalton Risner, Charles Amenahu, and Jawan Williams. This is a podcast that offers player perspectives from some well-decorated veterans, including T.J. Hushman Zada. And people will say, oh, well, is that person got a franchise quarterback? Uh, look, look at his record, doesn't it tells you he is. Oh, he has a great defense. You tell me a quarterback in the entire NFL that's not Tom Brady that does more with that. Game previews, recaps, and analysis. Turn the volume up. The chase is on, and the chase is live. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the Pro Football Chase podcast. It's Isaac Sines with you, and joining me for an interview today is Nebraska linebacker Muhammad Barry. Barry just finished up his final senior season playing for the Huskers in Lincoln, Nebraska. Now he's getting ready for the upcoming NFL draft. So, Muhammad, thanks for joining me. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Um, I'm in Arizona right now training for the NFL today, and uh, I'm loving it. Um, the great weather over here. The mountains are beautiful, and uh, training at Exos is, is great right now. 
That's good to hear, Mohammed. So let's get into it, man. You produced a breakout junior campaign with 112 tackles, 11 tackles for loss. You became the first Husker to have a 100-plus tackle season since 2014. And then in 2019, you led the team once again with 89 total and four tackles for loss. So what was the difference between your junior and senior seasons? Um, I would say, you know, junior year, you know, you're competing. You know, prior to that year, sophomore year, I was uh, uh, just – you know, a guy that was very talented and just need to understand the game better to get on the field. So I'm um, having that opportunity during the year. I knew um, I wanted to come in and prove to Coach Frost and the new staff that I was a guy uh, that could not only play, but play um, at a high level for the team. So um, I would say junior year, I was just I was ready to prove myself uh, to, to my teammates, my coaches, uh, to to the fans, to to my opponent that I was a elite type of player. So, um, uh, and then what was asked of me in my my junior year, I would say that you know we had uh, two positions, and uh, it was more of a you know weak side linebacker will, and I was a boundary guy, and I stuck to the boundary side, and then uh, my uh, counterpart. Uh, Dedrick Young was the Mike linebacker, and uh, we we kept that. Um, We had a built-in rotation at linebacker, so you know uh, it was three linebackers rotation rotating. My coach uh, Barrett Rude liked that because he liked keeping his linebackers fresh. He liked uh, he didn't like the wear and tear of the the season, so for him that was uh, something that was important. we didn't end up doing that rotation because uh, the other linebacker, Will Honus, got injured that year. So it allowed me to play to every snap of the games. And uh, so in production-wise, I was just keyed into the run a lot. Um, I knew that was something that I have a, uh, a knack for, and I knew I could uh, get the backfield better than anyone else, uh, whether – so that's why, you know, you see the 11 TFLs and that. So, and um, uh, when we go to my senior year, the roles change in the, in the fact that uh, we started, I started playing field and boundary, started uh, doing different things. Uh, I was also in the dime package. Uh, I think the senior year allowed me to use more of my, uh, my coverage skills my junior year was more of how it could affect the run game. So, um, you know, uh, that's when I had my, you know, team high three P- PBUs, uh, had a lot of key uh, tackles and coverage and stuff like that. Um, but also uh, you will see that we actually kept the rotation in my senior year. We had a, you know, a three man rotation. I was in uh for the first two series, came out for an entire series, came back in. So that was something else. Um, I know a lot of questions about the production and whatever. But as a rotation back, getting 89 uh, tackles, uh, four TFLs, you know, across the nation that don't have those numbers. And uh, I did it while rotating 
in a, in a set. And, you know, to reiterate, uh, that was set prior to the season. It was supposed to be what was uh, what happened my junior year, but didn't happen because uh, the injury to a linebacker. So it's just something that my coach believed in. And um, it's something that, uh, you know, just is set. So I, I would say that's the difference. The biggest thing is that junior year, I was able to show the world how good a, how good I am at the run game. Uh, senior year, I was able to hone in on my coverage skills, but still I had a lot of good plays in space my senior year, and, and I think that's the difference. Now, you became the first Husker to lead Nebraska in tackles in back-to-back seasons since All-Americans and Dominican Sue and Levante David did it. So what does that feat mean to you? I mean, you see those two players, uh, and, you know, Levante is the best to me. He's the uh, most consistent and um, the best player, the best linebacker I've seen play. Um he, he makes turnovers happen. Uh, he's a, a tackling machine. He can get in the backfield. He could cover. He could do it all. And um, and then the Dominican Sioux is a beast, and um, and everyone knows that also. So um, to be uh, in that uh, category with them to accomplish that uh, uh, means a lot to me because uh, those are two guys that that are uh, uh, real black shirts and uh, uh, even when you talk about Levante Davis or so a player that I see myself um, developing into and a player that I strive to be like so uh, it's, it's a great company uh, and I'm just I'm just uh, happy I could be in the same category as them. As an honorable mention all Big Ten performer you recorded four tackles for loss, one sack, and a career-high three pass breakups as a senior, as you just talked a little bit about. You also recovered one fumble. So you mentioned your growth as a coverage linebacker, Muhammad. How do you feel like you can continue to improve in that category as you prepare for the next level? I would say, yeah, it's a lot. I was um, happy um, that I was able to get tested this year uh, I, as a coverage linebacker, um, you know, I had a, even early on in the season, um, it was uh, some confusion and just learning how to use my tools in the actual game setting. And um, I think that's where it comes. Uh, I think in the, the latter part of the season, as it progressed, I got real comfortable with covering a lot. Uh, I took, a, took away a lot of routes. I made um, some uh, pass deflections and things of that sort. And I, I got I gained a feel of um, the past game, and I think that's my growth from the from the starting of the season to to the end. And um, I think it's just all about you know understanding concepts, understanding what kind of eyes are you using, um, transitioning your eyes from man eyes to zone eyes, uh, and then um, seeing the quarterback key in his um, setup, his break, and um, and then breaking up. Um, um, to to his ball and uh, stuff like that. I think that's where I could go. Um, a lot about being a great coverage linebacker. Even in the when you talk about zone, it's not about uh, ability or um, you know athleticism. It's really about just understanding and um, knowledge. 
So that's something that easily could, I can improve um, by just learning the proper techniques, learning um, how to read the quarterback better, learning the setups. And I, I just think that's easy to fix. Um, and something that I can really get so much better at so quickly as I just learn from the best and uh, hone in on that skill. So I feel like that's how I could get better in uh, the zone concepts um, as a coverage linebacker, as a man coverage is just, again, just focus on the techniques, um, covering more with my feet because in the NFL, you can't really put it, you know, too much hands on these, uh, these uh, tight ends and running backs. So covering with my feet and eyes and, um, and using the, my hands as a tool. So uh, that's how I see how to get better at the asking. You were a lot impact trophy quarter finalist, which is an annual award that is issued to a player that exudes personal character and athletic excellence. How does your consideration for the award validate your purpose at Nebraska? I think uh, it measures me in a wide spectrum. And when I say that, I mean, I'm more than just, you know, uh, athlete uh, that tackles and, and covers and uh, and all that. Um, I love the community. I love Nebraska, the fans, uh, the coaches, and the players that I've uh, grown to know. Uh, everyone has t- that touched me in that community, uh, you know, from tutors to the, to the weight staff, to athletic trainers, to equipment managers. Uh, I'm a guy of, um, you know, of building relationships. I want to know everyone and I want to uh, make sure they understand me and know who I am. And then I want to know who they are so I know who I'm around. Um, you know, befriending people, having people to talk to. Some um, that I like is something that makes life very enjoyable to me. And um, I think it shows not only that, you know, I'm a personal personable guy um, that I handle school, um, handle my work in school. I'm a four-time all-academic Big Ten uh, recipient. And and I also I also have uh, done a lot in the community. Uh, I've mentored a kid named Jaden uh, and Jaden Madden. And um, for the four years I was there, um, you know, he's like a little brother to me. I send him to the games. We go shopping and stuff like that. Uh, take him, see stuff, and just mentor him like, you know, if he was my brother. Um, I've done a lot of hospital visits and things of that sort. But I just like being involved. Uh, I want to be, uh, you know, I want to develop in every way I can as a human being, uh, as a man. Um I just want to be better in every aspect of my life. And I think that's what that measures. Not only that I'm a a real good football player, but uh, I'm a better man, uh, a leader, and uh, someone that uh, you want around your program. That's good stuff to hear, Mom, and that you're making an impact in the community and giving back. So keep up the great work in that regard. But let's go ahead and talk about that community in Lincoln Tell me about the atmosphere at Memorial Stadium, which becomes the third largest city in Nebraska on game days. Just explain how much you enjoyed playing for the Sea of Red. Man, it's it's been crazy. Uh, I would say that 
Nebraska fans are is no fan base like them. They've been they they've been there for us um, who think and think. Um, so to be honest, you know I'm, I'm almost uh, I'm so proud of, of them for sticking with us uh, for the consistency and the love that they've um, um, you know have for us and continually just support us. You know um, they, they make you want to play for them. You know some guys uh, would say. Oh, you play for your brother, left and right, and and yes, I do, and uh, that's first and foremost. But uh, the fact that they love this game so much uh, is the reason why I came there. Uh, I wanted to come to Nebraska because I knew I wanted to be in an atmosphere that you know breeds football, that you know, fan base that you know love the game and understand. To many of us football players, that this is not just a game to us. Uh, it's something that we take very serious. It impacts our life. Um, football uh, develops you in every way and teaches you things to using um, your personal life. And that's how they take it. They take it very personal. So um, playing in that sea of red of 90,000, the best fans, the most loyal, uh, faithful fans in the country has been the best experience uh, of my life thus far. Uh, to, to be out there, to make plays and hear them yell and to see the see them erupting uh, once we get off on third down. And it, it's just it's just crazy. There's nothing like that. Uh, you know, uh, the people of Nebraska are, are great people, are hardworking people made of grit. And um, and that's what it's, it makes me proud every time we get a dub for them, every time we have a great performance for them. And um, it's something that I strive for and uh, something that uh, uh, I'm very, you know, uh, thankful for, for to play uh, in front of them. As you know, film study is a huge part of being successful on the gridiron. So talk about your preparation leading up to game days and how you can make an impact on NFL clubs. All right. Um, and this is something that's honestly uh, uh, something I had to learn uh, to take that next step. And uh, this year and the year before when Coach Frost came in, um, uh, we just honed in on that process. Um, I would say first Sunday is the biggest day. Um, Sunday you watch the film from the day before and you're critical on the stuff that you need to prove. You uh, focus on the good because the good um, tells you, um, okay, you're on the right track. And this is what you need to stay. To, this is what you need to do to um, to keep on doing it. Basically, this is where you keep that same technique, and and this is the proof that that technique works. Uh, the bad is where you need to hone on. At. So you take the bad from the game. You you talk to your coach, see how you can do it better. What you're seeing, what you're, um, you know, what you're thinking during the play, the reason why it happened, and then you take that. Um, take those notes and then you apply it to your training Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. You apply that technique that you need to improve upon into your practice habits. And then uh, Monday is when we focus on the, on knowing our opponent. And that's, that's why I love, I really love Mondays because you crack open that film. You want to face, you want to look at games with light defenses. So I'm watching four or five games 
of like defenses or better opponents that um, that I know they played. And I'm just watching the entire game, just clicking through film, you know, trying to um, see some tendencies that I already see, try to see, um, okay, what their their run game is like, their their best players, um, how their players play like, uh, things of that sort, uh, picking up on the snap, um, you know, what it looks like when it's run, what it looks like when it's passed, just little things while using your coach's help, just really diagnosing things uh, and trying to see if you could uh, – um, you know, learn something about them that even your teammates don't know. Um, so we put base install and uh, uh, first and second, first and second down install. You're you know preparing with that, and then you focus on Tuesday on the run game. So you focus first, second down run game. Uh, their tendencies, what they like to do, uh, primary if they're in zone. I mean, inside zone team. They're a gap, more gap scheme, stuff like that. You, you're focusing on that, and uh, you're focusing on your keys of, okay, in this particular defense we're playing, what am I keying on? So basically, you're, you're going through the mental gymnastics. Um, you're, you're focusing on um, what they're doing in the run game. And then uh, Tuesday is pass game. Uh, it's uh, first, second down pass. And it's the same thing. Uh, you focus on route concepts, but in that in that same sense, you're playing the game. You put in your base install. You putting yourself in that. You seeing the things you need to see, and not seeing the not seeing the stuff you don't need to see. Um, and you're playing the game, and you uh, basically having a feel for it. Third down, uh, third down day is uh, the next day, and. Uh, and that's a Thursday, and you're focused on the third down tendencies from uh, first. I mean, I'm sorry, from third and one, third and short, uh, third and medium, and or third and long. And and you're by then you probably put your nickel package in your your uh, dime package, and you're really just focused on the tendencies. So third down, while just playing in the dime packages. Those are true. Most most of the time, all those tendencies come to uh, fruition on third down, and it's it's honestly crazy because um, I I see first and second down they change up things a lot of time, and then nowhere third down tendencies is uh, since I've been playing um, it stays true to the film, and uh, and that's where big plays are made. That's where you have to get out the get off the field. So third down day, that's why we dedicate an entire day to that. And you're just grinding and understanding that. And then after that, uh, on a Friday, you're playing the game. you got the call sheet. you got everything in front of you. You know your keys. And you're putting on games that they played. And you're playing the game. You're calling the game, uh, calling the game as if you was the defensive coordinator. And you're going, okay, first and – First and ten. Okay, this is what we calling. Or uh, this is my keys. Uh, this is what I'm looking at. Um, their tendencies say this. I'm expecting that they do this. This is what I'm gonna do. And same thing for every down. You're playing that game. And uh, when it's game time, it's time to hone in on you know your team goals, your personal goals. Getting that mindset. Check your tip sheet again. Uh, you know, I like to play one. At least one game 
the night sleep from. And then it's it's time to just you know, hike, just get get turned really, just get into mm-hmm. that mindset, you know. So that's that's how I prepare. Um, my thing is when I go to the league, I want to really learn from the best how I can get better at that, how to watch film better, uh, much better than I have, um, and how to pick up on tendencies and uh, make simplify them in my head so I could actually trigger on them in the game. Mohammed, you got Nebraska's Pro Day coming up in the spring. So as you're training right now in Arizona, is there a specific drill or two that you're putting an extra focus on? Or are you just training all across the board with even focus? Uh, I, was, I wouldn't lie to you. Uh, everyone in the nation is probably the most focused on the one drill. Uh, uh, you know, it's and that's that 40-yard dash, you know. Um, that's, uh, you know... The most important, they would say, in that in the combine or the pro day, and that's what um, I've been honing on. Uh, positioning drills is something that I'm not um, uh, not nervous at all about because uh, I know my movements are great, and and I've always been good at you know those kind of you know on field drills and things of that sort. And uh, the shuffle, I'm not uh, scared of that. We we uh, did laser times, and I know where my times are already in the laser. And so just that 40, I haven't ran a 40 in uh, four or five years. So uh, just getting that down and the techniques and the start of that is uh, going to be big. So I'm, I'm just excited to get that. Uh, but I'm just focused on the process right now. Um, I'm, at, I'm in the Exos training right now in Arizona, and I'm with the best of the best. And uh, I'm trying to have the best facility and, and the results going to speak for itself. Well, Mohammed, it's been a pleasure getting you on the podcast for an interview. And I wish you nothing but the best as you continue your preparations for the NFL draft. I know that you have a bright future ahead of you, man. Good head on your shoulders and everything that you've given back to the community. I'm just uh, excited for what's ahead for you, man. I uh, appreciate it, man. Like I said, I'm thankful for this opportunity. Thanks for reaching out this, um, to all the fans in, in Nebraska. I appreciate all your um, uh, your help and support. Uh, to all my teammates, good luck next year. And uh, go Big Red. Yeah, I was just about to tell you, man, go Big Red, Muhammad. That's yeah. that's my team, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. It was good. All right, man. I'll be looking forward to watching you play on Sundays. Take care and God bless. All right. God bless. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.